¡Qué maravilla, teniente! Dijo. Esto debe parecerle un sueño. Welcome, one and all, to another round of the book reviews. And today I have for you Gabriel García Márquez in Evil Hour, or in Spanish, La Mala Hora. And I actually read this book in Spanish. So my purpose for reading this was I'm still trying to perfect my Spanish and I enjoy reading these books. I read this one out loud, so had actually had a bit of a different feel to it, reading something out loud versus actually just reading it in your own head. So uh, there's more to follow of, of books like this uh, from the Latin American boom period. So this is something uh, a little bit more cultured, I would say, than perhaps some of the other books I've been doing. And uh, yeah, I'll dive right into the synopsis. So this was published in 1962 and it's one of the first works of Gabriel García Márquez, the very famous Colombian author of Cien Años de Soledad, A Hundred Years of Solitude. And it's set in the town very similar to his universe, but this book isn't magic realism like A Hundred Years of Solitude was. So it's, it's more, there's, there's none of those crazy things happening. Uh, it's more of a real life situation, but, you know, with, with touches of the style of García Márquez. And it's basically about a town ruled by a mayor who's also the lieutenant of the town, lieutenant of the garrison. So, he's sort of a mixture between those two. And it's, um, I, I suppose, a, a story of oppression, repression, whichever one of those words you want to use. So, uh, it describes that feeling, that fear that, that can occur when you are in a, a state where you, it has been locked down, where there is political oppression and whatnot, which it was, I guess, very prominent in... Garcia Marquez's life and so he's translate, translated that into a lot of his books so it mostly follows the interactions of the mayor uh, as well as with the the, the priest Angel uh, as well as the the judge Arcadio and yeah it pretty much just goes through it's a relatively short book 200 and something pages I believe so uh, won't take that 197 in Spanish and that means it's probably about 160 in, in English uh, if you choose to read it like that. So, what are the themes of the book? Well, la violencia, so the violence, the political battle of Colombia. And this book starts and ends with a death and I, I suppose that's just showing a sign of what is to come. So, um, it seems like there's almost like a strange at attraction to violence that, that happens with humans and whatnot, which can actually trigger all the other uh, associated fears. So in the book, one of the first deaths that occurs, that is when there had been a long time with no, no killings. And now this was actually a death unrelated to pol political repression or whatnot, but it, it triggered what would then become an ever-increasing amount of, I guess you'd call it totalitarianism of, of, the, of the mayor, of the lieutenant of the town, as he increasingly starts to put in, um, you know, restrictions on people, locking people up, putting in um, the toque de quedas, I actually forget what that is called in, in English, and uh, like the, you know, the nightly patrols and things like that to actually stop saying, you know, you're not allowed to go out past this time. So... The other one is uh, Los Pasquines. So, Los Pasquines are, I, I suppose, like a an element of the darker side of human nature. So, the Pasquines are uh, when they're, they're basically posters that are put up over the town saying um, they're the unofficial gossip of, of the town. So, everyone 
knows these sort of things. So it's saying, you know, this lady here slept with this um, widow over here. This guy has been, and you know, this, these children aren't related to this guy. This guy actually is, you know, doing drug dealing or whatever behind the scenes. And it's, it's, I guess the unofficial version of what everyone knows. And uh, this is like, yeah, it's, it's sort of got me thinking that, you know, gossip and rumor are a mixed blessing. Gossip and rumor are actually really helpful in certain cases where you perhaps are new to a place and you don't know that all oh, that side of town is bad or, you know, that person, he's actually had some shading dealings. He's, you know, there's some rumors floating around that he actually used to beat his wife and stuff. That's sort of information that you do want to know, uh, but it can lead into dangerous areas where, you know, the, in these cases, it's now instigating things. So this instigated the the murder of of the um, uh, his name was Pastor in in the at the start of the novel because the guy one of the guys read it and then just went, you know what, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. He slept with my wife. Whatever goes on and on, the escalating of violence. So. Uh, you know, it's sort of like what is the effect of physically inscribing something as well? So there does seem to be something and you'll read this in lots of places, self-help books or other places like that where they say, you know, journal, write things down, write your goals down, actually write them on paper because there is something, uh, I don't know, transform, transformational, transcending about actually writing something down on paper. I know for me personally, when I used to study at university, if I read something, I, I it would go out of my mind. But if I wrote that exact same thing down, that would stick in my mind and I'd be able to remember that for the tests and whatnot. So, you know, why is that so powerful? I, I don't know. The human brain is a, a very fascinating thing. And it's almost like other ethical considerations as well that, you know, you should be taking into account if you're if you're putting things out and writing stuff down. Maybe that's something I should be thinking more of with, you know, the the posting on Instagram, for example, or the writing of, on YouTube. You know, these things are things that are going to last. Maybe they're not as visible as if I, you know, posted posters up on, on the actual street corner. But there, there maybe is, you know, something that we all should be thinking about when we're actually writing things down because it is a more powerful medium. You know, words can come and go almost, but when it's written down, that's sort of like concrete it's it's there for reals so uh my personal observations from the book uh, if you find a unique style quadruple down on it there's a there's a reason why uh, gabriel garcia marquez is is so is one of the greats and that's because he's captured an essence of his style and you know even though this is one of his first books and uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about why i didn't find it as great as some of his others which i've read that you can still sort of see that that essence of him in the book, the way he writes, some of the you know the small little things, the like the pithy one word observations. There's a a bit when they're talking about you know who who's actually putting up the the pasquinas, and uh, you know someone says es todo el pueblo y no es nadie, so it's you know it's everyone and it's no one. Just small sentences like that, you know, really captures what the author is about and and their unique style. So it, it's it's real interesting just seeing those sorts of things. And I like actually like that while reading through a series of books, which I've now that I'm I'm getting older, I'm actually managing to do more of. So I've you know read all of George Orwell's works, all of Sam Harris's, and you know a fair chunk of Mark Twain and and people like that. And you do actually get to see their their evolution and their style grow. Uh, 
I also think climate is maybe more important than we think. I was trying to actually have a thing. And when I mean climate, I mean the actual weather that's outside. I think that dictates a lot of how human beings behave. So, I was trying to think, you know, what what marks this book out? Well, it's almost the, you know, the fiery passion of of the Latino spirit in essence. And, you know, why why is that? Well, you know, potentially because if you go to Colombia or places like that, you know, the weather is very it's very hot but it's moist and dry and it's got this vibrancy about it you know the fruits that you can find in this place it's almost an expression of of the people as um, themselves you know this same book written about somewhere like sweden is is really hard to imagine because in the book he's also talking about how you know he's very vivid with the the climate how things come and go how that actually you know the the passionate nature of the climate also you know sort of seems very similar to the passionate nature of the people in the book which is set in colombia um as as well so you know that actually just got me thinking oh you know that actually could sort of explain why you know there might be a stereotype of russians being cold to the point and uh, you know sort of unfeeling unemotional you know that sort of reflects what their weather is like you know australians are more outgoing and breezy and you know it's everything's kind of casual and easy because that's what our weather is like so yeah just uh, something interesting that got me thinking about so in summary it's uh one of the first works of gabriel garcia marquez and for me not his finest um yeah it captions that environmental feeling but the story and characters for me lacked a little bit of bite they i felt like it needed a driving character uh, as the main character was sort of responding to everything and not instigating stuff, so it's funny in the in the book the you know everyone is sort of against the mayor because he's you know starting to put these uh, oppression the political things on people starting to take away liberties and whatnot. But for me, it sort of felt like he was responding to a lot of things that were happening. He didn't cause the first death. He's not the one going out and putting out the posters on. Uh, yet he's having to respond to all of these things and. So it sort of felt like the story just meandered on a little bit. It didn't actually have a real driving purpose, um, which is okay because if you look at 100 Years of Solitude, that's, that doesn't really have a purpose. It's just like one long meandering. But that's sort of the point of that work. It's so long. It's so meandering that you get caught up in the solitude, the the loneliness, the just the losing yourself uh, while reading about it, whereas this book is a lot shorter and it doesn't capture that same feeling. So... Uh, overall, I'm giving In Evil Hour, La Mala Hora by Gabriel Garcia Marquez a 5 out of 10. You know, it's okay. It's a, an okay read. I'm glad I did it just to to see what his first works were like. But there are better works from um, him, which I would recommend, such as Love in the Time of Cholera, um, the, the Colonel Has No One to Write To, and, of course, 100 Years of Solitude. So what's something pragmatic I'm going to take from this book? Nothing from the actual book itself, more my reading process of it. So, uh, this book was written in Spanish and I pretty much understood everything. Every now and then I'd have to look up a, a word, but for the most part, I could get through it. My, you know, comprehension was probably in the, you know, 99 point something percent. And it felt really good. It felt really good doing that. So, I'm, uh, I'm going to keep reading out loud the, the Spanish books. I'm finding it's really helping my own Spanish practice. And, it gives more of a flavor to the reading as well. Uh, you know, I found myself getting more invested in the characters and the situations than I would if I just read it in my head. Because when I read it in my head, it's more of a monotone. But when I read it out loud, you know, I'm actually following the sentences more. I'm actually 
you know, using the, the grammar, the punctuation points, the exclamation points as they should be used. Whereas in my head, I might kind of keep it at like a neutral monotone. Um, so I felt that added to the story a little bit. Um, but, you know, the story itself for me just lacked some things. So that's it for today. Uh, have you read any works by any Colombian authors by Gabriel Garcia Marquez? What do you think of the Latin American boom period? Magic realism, that, that whole essence of what is Colombia? Does, does the weather affect people? All interesting questions. If you're uh, listening on YouTube and reply to this, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you. Um, and if you can leave a, a comment, a like, any show of support is much appreciated. That's it for today. Karen out.